I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America. to the republic for which it stands under God indivisible with liberty and justice for all It's time to resist. They can't arrest us all. And they can't keep all your kids home from school. They can't keep every government building closed. We don't have to accept the mandates, lockdowns, and harmful policies of the petty tyrants and feckless bureaucrats. We can simply say no. Not again. The only way to stop these mandates is to refuse to comply. Refuse to show vaccine passports. Refuse to wear a mask. Refuse to stay at home. We will not comply with Fauci. We will not comply with Joe Biden. And we will not comply with authoritarian governors. I am not going to comply. This ends now. Bible is my code of conduct. Faith, prayer, and the Word are my weapons of warfare. I have been taught by the Holy Spirit, trained by experience, tried by adversity, and tested by fire. I am a volunteer in this army. I am enlisted for eternity. I will not get out, sell out, be talked out, or pushed out. I am a soldier. I am not a baby. I do not need to be pampered, petted, primed up, pumped up, picked up, or pepped up. Because I am a soldier. No one has to call me, remind me, write me, 
visit me, entice me, or lure me because I am a soldier. No one has to send me flowers, gifts, food, cards, candy, or give me handouts. I do not need to be cuddled, cradled, cared for, or catered to. I am committed. I am a soldier. I cannot be discouraged enough to turn me aside. I cannot lose enough to cause me to quit. I will win. I am more than a conqueror. I will always triumph. I can do all things through Christ which strengthen me. Devils cannot defeat me. People cannot disillusion me. Weather cannot weary me. Sickness cannot stop me. Battles cannot beat me. Money cannot buy me. Governments cannot silence me. And hell cannot handle me. I am a soldier. Even death cannot destroy me. For when my commander calls me from this battlefield, he will promote me to captain and then allow me to rule with him. I am a soldier in the army. I am marching. I am claiming victory. I will not give up. I will not turn around. I am a soldier. dream the other night. I didn't understand. A figure walking through the mist with a rifle in his hand. His clothes were torn and dirty as he stood there by the bed. He took off his three-cornered hat and speaking low, he said, We fought a revolution to secure your liberty. We wrote the Constitution as a shield from tyranny. For future generations, this legacy we gave to make you the land of the free and home of the brave. The freedoms we secured for you, we thought you'd always keep. But tyrants labor endlessly. While your parents were asleep, now your freedom's gone. Your courage is lost. You're no more than a slave in your land of the free and home of the brave. You buy permits to travel, permits to own a gun, permits to start a business or build a place for one. On land you think you own, you pay your yearly rent. But you don't have a voice in saying how that money's spent. Now your children attend a school that doesn't educate, and your Christian values can't be taught according to the state. You read about your current news in a regulated press and pay more taxes than you owe to that thing called IRS. Your money's no longer made of silver or of gold. You trade your wealth for paper so your life can be controlled. And you pay for crimes that make your nation turn from God in shame. Now you've taken Satan's number and traded in your name. You give your government control to those who could do you harm. So they could padlock churches and steal the family farm and keep the nation deep in debt while putting men of faith in jail and then harass your fellow countrymen while your corrupt courts prevail. Your 
public servants don't uphold the solemn oaths they've sworn. And now your daughters visit doctors so their children won't be born. You send guns and artillery to foreign shore, and then you send your youth to slaughter, fighting other people's wars. Could you regain the freedoms for which we fought and died, or have you lost your courage and your faith to stand with pride? Are there no more values for which you fight to save? Or do you wish your children to live in fear and be a slave? And people of this republic, it's time to rise and take a stand. Defend the Constitution, the supreme law of your land. Preserve your great republic and every God-given right. And let us pray to God to keep that torch of freedom burning bright. This is the right place to recruit for a militia. God save King George! Broadcasting live and live to Patriot Control of America. You're listening to the Patriot Party Podcast. Now on the show, the chair is against the wall. The muskrat jumps over the berm. This is your last chance. After this, there is no turning back. You take the blue pill. The story ends. You wake up in your bed and believe whatever you want to believe. You take the red pill. You stay in Wonderland, and I show you how deep the rabbit hole goes. Remember, all I'm offering is the truth, nothing more. Tribeca, right next to the narrow, but I'll be hood forever. I'm the new Sinatra, and since I made it here, I can make it anywhere. Yeah, they love me everywhere. I used to cop in Harlem, all of my Dominicanos right there up on Broadway. Pull me back to that McDonald's, took it to my stash spot, 560 State Street. Catch me in the kitchen like a Simmons whipping pastry. Cruising down A Street, off white Lexus, driving so slow, but BK is from Texas. Me, I'm up that bed stop, home of that boy Biggie. Now I live on Billboard, and I I brought my boys with me, say what up to Tata, still sipping my ties, sitting courtside, Nicks and Nets give me high five, I be spiked out, I can trip a referee, tell by my attitude that I most definitely from Yeah, they 
Yankee King. That made the Yankee hat more famous than the Yankee King. You should know I bleed blue, but I ain't a crypto. But I got a gang of walking with my click though. Welcome to the melting pot. Corners where we selling Africa been by the home of the hip-hop. Yellow cap, juicy cap, dollar cap, holla back. For foreigners, it ain't fair. They act like they forgot how to act. Eight million stories out there in the naked. City, it's a pity. Half of y'all won't make it. Me, I got a plug special where I got it made. If Jesus paying LeBron, I'm paying Dwayne Wade. Three dice, Elo. Three card Marley. Labor Day Parade. Rest in peace, Bob Marley. Statue of Liberty. Long live the world trade. Long live the king, yo. I'm from the Empire State. That's So they could step out of bounds quick The sidelines is lined with casualties Who sip the life casually Then gradually become worse Don't fight the apple eve Caught up in the in crowd Now you're in style And the winter gets cold In vogue with your skin out City of sin It's a pity on the whim Good girls going bad The city's filled with them Mommy took a bus trip Now she got a bus out Everybody ride her Just like a bus route Hail Mary to the city You're a virgin And Jesus can't save you Life starts when the church in. came here for school, graduated to the highlight. Ball players, rap stars, addicted to the limelight. Empty in May, got you feeling like a champion. The city never sleeps, better slip you an ambient. to another edition of the Patriot Party Podcast. I am the making with me, of course, my much better beloved better half. v Hello, Patriots. Why were we playing that? Mm, it's crazy. Why did I ask the question, are we about to have the second Boston Massacre? Got a question. We'll get into that. Or Tea Party. No, no, this is going to be the massacre. Because... Did I adjust it the wrong way? Okay, a little bit. It's okay. okay. Let me adjust. 
There we go. There we go. See, it's better when I can mash up against the table. Yeah, okay. So I got gotcha. you. Because the wheels roll. I know. Kick out. I was on W7 like last night and Mick was uh, not here. No. So I don't he know where I was. adjusted the camera to focus on me, which I tried to adjust it back a little bit this morning for the good book. A little bit. But it's just me doing the good book. So that was fine. Yeah. But matter. uh yeah, that didn't matter. You know, then we went right into Liana's show, which was great. So I hope you guys got a chance to check that out. There was a bunch of people, probably fifty or so people in there watching live on Rumble all day. So There you go. Good. More people getting to know Liana. I like See? it. So uh and while that was rolling, I planted. I told y'all I was going to plant today. Yep. Garlic. Garlic has to go in the ground before it freezes. And normally you plant garlic here in February because we normally get our first really hard frost, like really big freeze in February. You're supposed to plant it a week before it freezes. Well, it's going to freeze next week. So I planted garlic and uh, some, I transplanted some strawberries and some peas. And I just covered it all with leaf mulch to keep the ground warm. We're about to have the next week is going to be. Shaping up to be uber cold. I've heard. Uber, uber, uber cold. If this freaking polar, but the, supposedly the polar vortex is supposed to like dip down to Texas and then go back up to the east, like fall, almost like follow yeah, the jet stream. It's all pushing to the east while it's doing it. Mm -hmm. So by the time it starts to dip or start to pull itself back up, it'll have blown, stayed over us for a little while and pulled itself back up. It'll shrivel back up once the heat starts to radiate back up but okay, well it's gonna be a little bit it's gonna be cold we're gonna have a good cold snap coming up here yeah no i'm kind of looking forward to it i am too the chickens aren't but uh that's okay it's always nice to have a couple cold nights just good for everything around except the electric bill yeah well that too hmm. we do know what cold is cisco because we grew up up north mick spent a couple of years at fort dumb like it's five years. Yeah. I, well, actually, it really boiled down to two because I was deployed the other three. But yeah, it was five years and in total. And I spent most of that time in Colorado. Yeah. So we're both very familiar with the cold. Understand exactly what cold is. I mean, Colorado is weird because the sun shines 360 days out of the year in Denver. I don't know if you all know that. Like, the sun shines almost every day. It's crazy. But it gets fucking cold. And when the wind blows, it blows the worst energy through there. It's just, I don't know. It's weird. People Very get weird. all people get all nasty in Denver when yes. the wind blows. Yeah. Yeah, it was weird. We were there. Yeah. And you were like, wait yeah. till the wind starts blowing them yeah. And I was like, no way. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. It's like a weird static electricity. Yes. That just, it's not like <clears throat> it. It's that, you know, when you touch a doorknob. After you know that some asshole who was rubbing his feet walked down the floor in the carpet and grabbed the doorknob and charged that doorknob up, it's right after like you've got that charge, but you can't get rid of it. Like you're trying to find something to shock yourself on, but you, it won't shock. Oh, I forgot to turn on Red Pill. Red Pill Project. Oh, you did. I did. Hello, Red Pill Project. Welcome to the Patriot Party Podcast. <laughs> I forgot to turn on the Red Pill Project. Damn Her it. Fault. Totally my fault too. It, it, she's got a sign. You right know in what? Front of her too. I I've, I'm gonna put I'm gonna put a board up here where it's out of the camera. I'm gonna cut it, cut it down, 
and like put notices like start red pill. Oh, like that one right there. But it's over. I can't see it. Oh, I, it I'm going to put oh. it up on the wall. I'm going to stick it up. This is my right. This is my um, attempted organization. I've been doing well. I've been doing well. I've been setting goals for myself every day and I've been completing them. I've been putting out. I, I've like rearranged my time. So every morning after the good book, before I take the dogs for a walk, I do like two or three Archangel Substacks. And then I take the dogs for a walk and then I get started doing whatever I'm doing for the day that I've already pre-planned. And uh, sometimes I go a little off the rails, but I still get a whole bunch of shit done. The kitchen has stayed clean for three days. That's a fucking miracle. I give you that. Seriously. I'm, no joke. Um, yeah. I'm, I'm really, I'm really trying. I'm really trying y'all. You can laugh all you want, but you're starting to reap the benefits of it already. And you know it. So sticky dry erase boards like that. You can stick to the wall that I have it. You can cut them to size. It's fucking awesome. And uh, yeah, stick it to the wall and, and write on it. So Okay, okay. I'm working on it. Sure. I'm working on it. Anyway. Oh, anyway. All right. Well, you know what? Since we were talking about craziness, dude. Okay. Um, I don't know what the fuck's going on. <laughs> this is pretty good though. In Japan. The guy said the Galactic uh, Oh, I, I I know. Okay. So hold on. This so is a riot. I, I first saw this one. This is no, I, I sent you, you this. You sent one. me this one, yeah. yes. But there's uh this this crazy shit. Like I saw this crazy shit the other day on X when I was trolling around X looking for shit for the show, looking for content. And uh, I stumble across this video. I'm like, what in God's name is that? They had an earthquake. And then right afterwards, this happened. Now, a lot of you are going to start saying, well, wait a minute, that's a hole in the firmament. Can't be a hole in the firmament. Mick, why? Because if this is true. Could be the veil starting apart. If, if what, think about what we're talking about here. Let's talk about what we know, right? What have we reviewed? Because if it was a hole in the firmament, what's above the firmament? Just water. We'd be flooded right now. That cannot be a hole in the firmament. Well, then is that possibly like part like the veil, what you were talking about splitting? Is that like we're being able to see what's outside the firmament? Like we've always been protected by it. We've always been given the color blue and every teacher in the world has lied to us and said, oh, well, it's a reflection of the Earth's water off because more than 90% of the earth is covered in water. 70% of the water earth is covered in water. So it reflects blue. No. Yeah. Who believes that? Not when you have water vapor and everything else that will fuck up eyesight and everything else. Look at this shit. It gets even nuttier. 
This is Ohio, people. Ohio. I mean, is there possibly an explanation for it? Sure, those are great big acidic freaking droplets. Hey, and you know, a lot of people are like, superseded the clouds with. Oh, these fake. Well, all it's fake. All these people now in the comments are putting up their own videos. wonder is that anywhere near near or around east palestine where this is going on someone said we had clouds like that here in jacksonville florida yesterday um but yeah what the fuck what the fuck people i I mean i i if you read the substack that i put out this morning then you already know what the fuck so So there's that there's that didn't have anything you know it's uh it's all good it's all good uh the times i mean seriously y'all like we you realize we're in the end times right like this this shit's going crazy just wait just wait um and here you go you know they're gonna blame that shit on climate change right which one everything well, everything is climate change. Everything is climate change. Which is considered climate change. Oh yeah, totally. It's it's totally climate change. Um, you know, I found this guy the other day and I played him and I liked him, so I followed him. And so um he had something to say about climate change. Climate change. Really? To a degree. A few days ago, the United Nations released a hundred and sixty-seven page paper regally titled World Economic Situation and Prospects, that amounted to a list of what we owe for the imaginary climate crisis. So how much do we owe? I hope you are sitting down $150 trillion. That's with a T. In fact, if you actually sit down and count the zeros, it is just shy of a bazillion. So $150 trillion comes to roughly half the accumulated wealth of humanity since we learned to walk upright all that for the United Nations climate fairies. Note that on present form, it will be two bazillion in a couple of years. So indeed, even in this UN report, they confess that 150 trillion is only a spitball estimate. Who really knows how angry the climate fairies can get? So how does the UN get to 150 trillion? I mean, aside from the obvious answer that they pull it out of their bright blue hats, The bulk of it comes from massive subsidies for green energy to, quote, transform the global energy sector, which, by the way, was doing just fine before. So that comes to about $5.3 trillion per year, which is greater than the GDP of Japan. And they want that for 50 years. Now, if you actually tally that up, it's $265 trillion, not a buck fifty. But who is really counting at this point? Next up is fresh trillions to bribe poor countries into the energy transition, along with a, quote, loss and damage fund that will send trillions over 50 years 
to poor countries to compensate their corrupt elites for imaginary global warming. Finally, the report pushes a rerouting of existing development money to climate, so essentially starving things like highways or railroads in Africa that could bring farm products to cities, and instead waste it on giant solar concentrators that rust in the jungle. Now, those bazillions would all be good fun if they weren't actually being converted into policy. Alas, they are. I mentioned back in August a summit in Paris where Janet Yellen and assorted Euro minions committed to pushing four trillions per year for all of the above, including bribing the third world elites. The irony, of course, is that voters do not want any of this. Poll after poll shows they are not willing to spend more than about 10 bucks for the entirety of the climate agenda, but they are naturally outbid by the diamond-plated Rolodexes of the climate lobby. So what's next? Brought to you by Unchained.com. Like all... Yeah. I'd like to help him with his audio because he's got some serious audio issues, but he's right on the money with what You know what what I think he does? I think he goes in and cuts his audio and cuts out his like ums and uhs and things like that. that Yeah, because it's not live. It's a pre-recorded video. So he goes in and cuts out any time that he stumbles or stutters or anything like that. Uh, And you end up with cuts like that but it sounds unnatural as fuck it makes him sound like a robot no, just uh, but what he has to say is he's spot on no spot no no, on. no he, he's definitely right there i completely agree with it and he's right he you know uh, and a bazillion is a real term by the way yeah, it really is actually it is um that's crazy we owe that they're claiming that we owe that for what what bill is due that's worth that much money and why do we owe it? Haven't we given more money to the climate, quote unquote, climate crisis than any other, you know, first world nation in in the world? I, I could have sworn like we've given more money than we really should be giving, quite honestly. Yeah. If there was like one thing I'd cut right off the bat, that's what I'd cut. Listen. Because it doesn't hurt anybody and it doesn't help anybody. Always pay your contractors. Everyone else can go fuck off. Fuck the UN. Pay the guys building shit around your house. Because if not, this is what happens happens when you don't want to pay for words carried out at your place. Should have paid. That's going to cost... More to get it all dug up, taken away, and poured again. Planned it from the start, this woman. $500 deposit, then refused to pay. Made up some crap. She comes out now. She comes out now. Planned this from the start. Didn't want to pay. This is what happens. We take back our concrete. You greedy, nasty old woman. Terrible woman. Horrible person. Even the neighbors nodding, saying, yes, terrible lady. You don't want to pay. This is what happened. 
Hey, fuck around and find out. I'm just saying. Mick's done that before, too. He's put up a, gra- a door, and they've refused to pay, and he's taken we it went, down. Well, we went and cut the cables on it. Good luck. That's it. Pay your contractors. It's, it's no joke. Start there. Fuck the UN. Fuck their $150 trillion climate bill that we somehow owe so that seriously you know what they're they're going to use that for if they actually use it for climate they're going to use it to geoengineer the weather and fuck with us some more seriously well 98 percent of it will go back to the gates foundation i mean 98 percent of it will go back to fuck we all know that the money's going right back to the gates foundation and probably 10 percent will be put to the side for the big guy Throwing it out there. Probably. You never know. All These true. days, you never know. You you do. You you never know. You never know. Because um, the only reason he continues on like he's doing is because he's getting 10% from somewhere. What? They asked the most. I, and I, I guess Nancy Mace, I got to give her this. She asked one of the most poignant questions. I would like to know who bribed Hunter Biden to be here today. Yeah. That is the most poignant question that anybody could there? ask. Seriously. There was no point to it. I do. It was a political stunt. It is. It is exactly that. That was it. That is all it was. It was clickbait. And it wasn't even clickbait. It was to show, look, you can't do anything to yeah. me. Oh, yeah. It, he he, he could have like, put, he could have uh, pulled his cock out and, and done a, uh, what, what, what was that? He could have just started beating off right Seriously, there. Seriously. What, who was that guy that did that on, on a Zoom meeting? Um, oh, 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 fucking. Um, anyway, he could have done that in the middle of fucking Congress and they wouldn't have done anything. Yeah. It's, it's a verb. Yeah, exactly. Uh, it's now a verb. I it forget. Is. A yep. tumor. Tuber, Tubin, Tubin. He could have, he, he could have pulled been a Tubin. He could yep. have been Tubin it right there, and nothing would have happened to him. Yep, nothing, nothing would have happened to him at all. Yep, and that was the point. That was the point. The point is, is folks, what he showed us yesterday is there are two systems of justice in this world. There are those that have, and those that have not. And if you don't know about it, you are a member of the have not class. Okay. Well, I hate to break it to some of the people that think they're in the have class, but really soon you're about to be in the have not class. Well, the have nots are going to come find you and you're not going to be a part of anything. No, 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 it's, it's not, it's not just that. Um, all of this shit is crashing down right now. All of these people, all these DEI hires and ESG departments and all that, all that shit's getting cut. Yeah. All you people that were making 200, 300, $400,000 a year to fucking tell other people that they're racist. You're about to be flipping burgers at McDonald's. You better move to California so you can make 20 bucks an hour there. Um, yeah. Your jobs have just gotten babied. And uh, a lot of it's because of AI that you pushed. So check this out. I kind of like it when shit comes back to bite you. In this the is ass. awesome. This is a, the New York Times event. Uh, this is the other day. 
behaviors are going to have to change, and this is one thing we're going to, we're asking companies. Uh, you have to force behaviors, and at BlackRock, we are forcing behaviors. What we are doing internally is, if you don't achieve these levels of impact, it, your compensation could be impacted, okay? You have to force behaviors. And if you don't force behaviors, whether it's gender or race or just any way you want to say the composition of your team, you're going to be impacted. Behaviors are going to... Yeah, but that's not like... Hold on. He didn't learn nothing from that shit. He just, he basically spout the line again. No, 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 no. Like they're, they're getting ready. They're getting ready to fire like 5,000 people in, um, uh, from BlackRock. Oh, really? Yeah. Because they're, because they, they didn't meet the standards, the new DEI standards that they've set. Really? Yeah. And there's a lot more massive layoffs coming here check this one out this is that that uh professor strong again um stonge 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 trying to look all sean connery-ish too kind of yeah stonge massive layoffs are coming this from newsweek who just reported that nearly four in ten american companies so almost half say that they are preparing to lay off workers in the coming year. Of those, one in five companies say they will lay off a third or more of their workers. Meanwhile, more than half of companies say they plan to implement a hiring freeze in the coming year. The data comes from a survey of more than 900 companies. And when asked why, most of those companies said they see a recession coming they want to be prepared by getting rid of expensive workers ahead of time so that they can survive. Interestingly, almost 40% of those companies said they'll be laying off workers and replacing them with AI, which is probably capturing broader automation. After all, chatbots and French fry robots do not fight for 15, they do not strike, and they won't sue you for misgendering them. So this all comes after a brutal 2023 for layoffs. Outplacement firm Challenger Gray reported that layoffs last year more than doubled the previous year, hitting 720,000. That was the worst number since COVID. And these are not just small businesses. So I've mentioned in recent videos how corporate layoffs have been soaring all year. The biggest sector has been tech. So Google recently announced they're laying off 30,000 workers. Xerox is axing 15% of their workforce. Amazon dropped 27,000. Facebook, 21. Microsoft and Salesforce.com ditched 10,000 workers each. Twitter famously fired 80% of its workers and got a lot better. In fact, the tech sector shed over 168,000 jobs last year, which actually matches the 2001 dot-com crash. The previous year, 2022, had been almost as bad for tech, so now it's looking like three years in a row of dot-com crash level layoffs in big tech, in case you are wondering why that former Java developer is now making your latte. After tech, the most at-risk industries for layoffs were construction, finance and insurance, and retail. So construction is easy. High borrowing costs demolish new builds, and the Fed has been on a high-rate rampage to cover up its previous mistakes. Beyond that, though, fully 38% of financial companies and 44% of retail are planning layoffs. 
Now, finance is also a Fed story, given that low rates are a make-work program for Wall Street, and the Fed is currently AWOL trying to clean up its previous messes. But then comes retail, which is taking it on the chin, partly from e-commerce, partly from relaxed attitudes towards shoplifting or inventory shrinkage in the industry lingo, as Blue City DAs cater to their voter base of criminals on welfare. So what's next? Brought to you by Unchained.com. Again, well put. Uh, He's absolutely right. And one of the biggest stories up right now is how Kathy Hochul herself declared a war on shoplifters in New York. Mm. Okay. Shoplifters in New York, the state stated in a stated state of the state address. She said this chaos must stop. Finally. God bless Kathy. Welcome to the party, pal. Seriously. Holy shit. The governor's plan would create a new category of crime to prosecute. Wait, why don't we just enforce the laws that are already there? I thought they got rid of those. Oh, my God. The governor's plan would create a new category of crime to prosecute those who have who sell and procure stolen goods online and set up a new smash and grab unit for the New York State Police and Department to prosecute theft rings. She just re-employed like 150 people that they fired not more than a year ago. Hochul also vowed to provide a dedicated funding to the district attorneys to prosecute property crimes, primarily retail theft. She noted that the grand larceny crimes were double digits compared to the figures of 2020 during the coronavirus pandemic. Of course, because the criminals stopped stealing stuff when, when, you know, everybody had the disease... Get the fuck out of here. Jeez. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, in California, they're not passing such laws because in California, you are allowed to steal up to, what, $999 a day and you don't get charged with anything? Correct. Right? So they have it, literal theft rings. This guy took matters into his own hands. There's no law and order in this town. The criminals running the show. Oakland business owner Sam Jabril says he's had enough. His Montclair gas station was hit by armed thieves overnight, despite the steel doors and locks he installed to try to stop them. The bad guys brought power tools to cut through. They cut the locks. They have the tool to cut the locks. They went inside. They caused so much damage. After calling 911 and getting a busy signal, Jabril drove to his store himself and used his truck to try to stop the crooks. He stopped them from getting away with even more merchandise. I took my truck, I pushed their cars, was parking that on the front of the store, and they came out. These are organized criminals. This is organized crime. Daniel Swafford is the executive director of the Montclair and Laurel District Business Associations. He says it's the sixth area business hit in the past week. In many cases, surveillance cameras capturing them in action. Having this brazen sense of they can do whatever they want, anytime they want, and uh, businesses are reeling from it. We just need to live safe. We need to live without fear, you know, to do business. Wahid Al-Saidi's auto shop was targeted a few months ago. He says crime in Oakland is completely out of control. It's arising, unbelievable. Why it's arising, we don't know. We need to see some solution. We just 
you know, want to see some peace. Jabril's High Street gas station was broken to just last October. The bad guys used a car to break in that time, making off with more than $130,000 in cash and merchandise. He says if the city won't act, he'll have to if the crooks strike again. Shoot them. I'm well armed, legally armed. And I promise you, somebody step foot, try to do something, I will kill him. Because the city won't do anything about it. I will do something about it. There is nothing, there's no other choice for me to do. And they'll throw your ass in jail for that. So, so, oh, hold on, hold on. Whoa. Doesn't matter if you're legally armed. Whoa, 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 whoa. Okay. So wait a minute. So the other day we were talking about the school story, about the, you know, the parents in that New York town, they showed up at the school board meeting. The reason I asked, are we about to see the next Boston massacre? Parents showed up to that meeting armed. Folks, you fuck with people's kids. I guess the teeth come out. Parents showed up to that meeting armed. Check this out. This is no bullshit. On this side of me. Yeah, and that's called the First Amendment of the United States of America. The First Amendment. Oh, yeah? So what are you going to do about it? We're trying to keep the order so we can have everything in the middle. And I respectfully decline your request. So why don't you enforce this listen, order? You're right? basically you're basically where you need to be. Yeah, okay. So we need and to we can on. listen to you all day. And people want to listen to you, right. but not about you arguing with me. They want to listen to you. You're you. trying to violate my rights. I am absolutely not. So move this back. They're losing their mind up there. Mm-hmm. It, it is getting fucking out of hand. Oh, 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 you want to see are, it getting out of hand? They are worried as shit in New York. It's even worse in Boston. That's that's the next one. I mean, that's the one I would have played. That's this. It's even worse if you think. Because do, do you remember in the, in the Declaration when we read the Declaration, giving mm-hmm. aid and comfort to your enemy? Yes. Was that not one of the reasons for treason that our country stood up? Yeah. And said, no, because you're allowed to just come in and take over our homes and property, and that doesn't work. No, no. What is this? Welcome to Massachusetts. Most importantly, if you have an extra room or suite in your home, please consider hosting a family. Safe housing and shelter is our most pressing need. Become a sponsor family. You can contact the Brazilian Worker Center for more information on how you can step up if you're willing to have an additional family be part of your family. If you're a local official, a college president, a business owner or a faith leader with an available building or space in your community, please work with us to offer it as a shelter site. If you're a social service provider, please consider becoming an emergency assistance homeless shelter provider. Our resources are stretched thin there as well. And if you're a hotel or a motel owner, consider opening it up for emergency assistance. If you're a landlord or a property owner, we can use you too. We can connect you with service providers to help transition families into permanent housing. Everyone has something they can offer. Most importantly, if you have a- 
Everyone has something they can offer to these illegals that is are coming it, in to steal our country. Is it bad enough yet? They, look, folks, at this point, it doesn't matter who starts this. To be honest with you, if it's our side, guess what? It's bad enough. It's bad enough because parents are saying, look, you are fucking our children. You are fucking the next generation that's supposed to take over from us. Here's New York. Vision, uh, to take the next step to this, go to the faith-based uh, locales, and then move to uh, private residents. Uh, there are residents who are suffering right now because of economic challenges. They have spare rooms, uh, they have locales, and if we can find a way to get over the 30-day rule and other rules that government has in, in its place, we can take that $4.2 billion, $4.3 it may be now, that we potentially have to spend, and we can put it back in the pockets of everyday New Yorkers, everyday houses of worship, instead of putting it in the pockets of corporations. Vision. Wow. Uh the city of New York will pay you to house illegals. Uh, okay, now, a, a lot of you may not be familiar with the housing situation in New York. All right, we grew up there, okay? Most of the houses in the boroughs are shotgun houses from the 50s. Yep. Built right after World War II. They're what we call step houses. Yes, okay. They're cramped to say the least. They cost $600,000, $700,000 for a two, maybe three bedroom, 15, 2000 square foot house, maybe with hardly a yard in not the best neighborhood. In Manhattan, you can get a third story loft apartment walk up for $6,000 a month. A little bit more now. It's probably actually closer to about eight grand. A probably. You're probably right. Because I'm thinking 20 years ago, it was 3,500. In Soho, you could get that maybe. Um, most of the time, you're looking six, seven, eight-story walk-ups. And 90% of the time, the elevator doesn't work at all. So now- No, that was a really low clip. We were trying to boost it. Yeah, sorry. We apologize. There's nothing we can do about it. It's just a really low fucking clip. Now- where there is some extra rooms in New York would be like the brownstones, the 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 nice houses, the real ritzy neighborhoods. Yeah, on the you know the West Side upper or west around side, Central upper Park. East side. Yeah. Um, even now in Harlem, they're they're not bringing migrants, illegals into their homes. Nope. I guarantee fucking to you that. Nope. That ain't. And happening. most of those houses are empty because they've left. They they don't want to live in the city. No, not for the taxes they no, were paying. No. Now they want to be able to resell those when the market gets better and people actually move back to New York City. Interest rates go down. Nazis whatever. don't occupy any seat of their government anymore. So, um, which will never happen, which sucks. You're absolutely, and I agree with everybody. Look, I know 90% of New York is red. They really are. I mean, if you really look at New York, they're red. The reason New York goes blue, because of New York City. That's 100% it. because of New York City. That's it. Everything outside of New York City, when you look at the state of New York, it is a hunt. They are red. They hunt. They fish. They do. I've been, I lived up there for five fucking years. It was a great place. 
wonderful. The out, outdoors is fucking awesome up there. You see all sorts of huge shit. Everything's bigger up there. But again, though, New York City controls the voting populace of New York. Unfortunately, there's just not enough people outside the city to vote red in the state. That's the biggest issue. Although that might be different if we do make it to 24. But who knows? Maybe. Because when you look at uh, Donald Trump, you know, he did his little speech last night on Fox. I watched a little bit of that. I clicked for the first couple, a little bit of the debate between Haley and uh, DeSanctimonious. And was it funny? Yeah, sure. But they're losers. So why am I even, I like got to the point, why am I even watching this? They're both going to lose. They're, I mean, even the other night when Christy jumped, dropped out, when we when we came on the air the other night, uh, last night, Christy had jumped, dropped out of the race. Chris Christie did. Mm-hmm. And he was heard on a hot mic. He said, oh, she's going to get smoked when she goes up against Trump. And supposedly his followers are supposed to go over to Haley. And I'm like, wait a minute. He just said she's going to get smoked on a hot mic. Well, fuck, I guess. All right. Cool. I think I had that. Where is maybe? I know I saw that this morning. I thought I put it in here, but apparently not. I thought I sent it to you, too. Yeah, but I don't see it. And either one of those places. Well, either way, it's not a big deal. We don't have to listen to it. That's for damn sure. But yeah, it was just it was it, again. It's one of those things. It's like holy shit. Chris Christie's heard on a hot mic saying, "Oh yeah, she's gonna get smoked." I think that's fucking hysterical. But yeah, I, nobody has a chance. Uh, literally, nobody, nobody. Even even Fox News, Brett Baer last night, that little faggot, he was up there on that stage. He had a tough time saying it. I don't know if you heard it. But when he asked Donald Trump the question about his numbers, he said <clears throat> he had he coughed before he said it. he said no other no other presidential candidate in history has ever had the numbers you have. And. Donald Trump looked at him, he goes, yeah, he goes. Is this the reason he asked him, is this the reason you're not campaigning? He goes, no, I'm not campaigning because I'm stuck in court. Well, here's the highlights from the town hall with Trump last night. Questioner uh, Robert is an optometrist from Ankeny. Uh, Robert, where are you? Do you know which way you're going to caucus on Monday? Yes, I do. Okay, can we ask you? I'm going to vote for the third time for President Trump. Oh, I like him. I knew I liked Robert. What's your question uh, for the former president? Let's go to Kim, a small business owner from uh, Brines. Is that correct? Kim, where are you? That is correct. Do you know who you're um, caucusing for Monday? I am proud to say I am a caucus captain. For? President Trump. With a white and gold hat. I have that white and gold hat. Thank you very much. That's beautiful. Thank you very much. Denise is here as well. Denise, uh, where are you? Now, Denise came to our town hall last night. Uh, she came in saying that she was, if I remember correctly, President you were leaning Trump. towards President Trump, but you did say you heard some things last night that, that were you liked. So where are you tonight? Um, I spoke with a lot of my really close friends after last night. They were all up and wanted to know how it went. And we got back to President Trump. We just oh, said- love you. Are you one way? I love you. Uh, he just, he just uh, mentioned, I think, 
Remember, this guy currently in the White House supposedly won with 81 million votes. Folks, no way. No, there's no way in hell that ever happened. None. Well, maybe in hell. There's no way in God's living green earth that that ever happened. We're going to talk. I mean, there's just no way. There's no way. Not when nobody even said another name here. Um, nobody even paused or said anything. Nobody even was like, um, I don't know. No, they were just like Trump. Every single one, Trump. Trump, every single one. There was no question. I mean, I get it. It's his town hall. He's going to rig his audience the way he wants to rig it. I gotcha. But if you're going to do it for real and you bring in real people off the street, yeah, I get you. A lot of them are going to be caucusing for him. They're all but caucusing. The whole for him. reason that they go to these things is because they don't know who they're going to caucus for. I thought. I thought. Uh, okay, this is hysterical. I got to play this real quick. This, I tried to play this last night. It was spinning. Yes. We're going to talk about outrageous things that have happened or things that have never happened. Let's talk about the fact that President Trump incited an erection. Uh, and <laughs> maybe that too. Wow. <laughs> wow. Wow. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Wow. She's got a woman boner for old fucking DJT. She's got a lady boner for She's got a lady boner. She's got a lady boner oh, for Oh, shit. Oh, wow. <laughs> Dude. He lives rent-free in all these people's heads. Seriously. This is, this is so ugly. It's so funny. It's so <sighs> ridiculous. It's so ridiculous. I mean, all... No, go back to that one. Play that one. You, you want to play Whoopi? Yeah, might what as well. What the fuck's wrong with Whoopi? I don't know. Dude, <laughs> she's done lost her mind. She has. Hold on. <laughs> she's out there off the no. reservation. No. Why does this do this to me? I don't know. So annoying. All right. We'll just close it and go open it again. It's even more annoying. Because then I have to go find it. I think there's a picture of that one. Oh, you bring that one up too. That's funny too, right? No, up, 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 up. That one right Her? there. Yeah. Bring that up. I I had her up. This is funny. Where'd that go? Maybe not. No, you didn't. I haven't seen that up at all. So this is really hysterical. So somebody, uh, this guy, hold on, go back up to the top. Uh, up here. I just started Johannes. He, he's from Britain, I guess. He started doing a little, I guess, some global digging on uh, old Greta Thunberg. And, Thunberg. Or Thunberg, whatever. Whatever the fuck her name is, Funbags Funberg. Anyway, scroll down there. This is really cool. He found some really interesting shit about her total net worth. Did you know her net worth was $18 million and that her annual income is $2 million? Do you know that she has nine cars and six houses? And she spends hundred grand a month. And she's inherited $10 million from her grandparents who made that from selling stolen art and antique to the Nazis. Damn, Greta, Greta, How you're just you. like the rest of them. I mean, we knew that. You're a fucking sellout. We knew that. You're fake as fuck. Oh, I care about the, no, you don't give a shit about the environment. You couldn't fucking care less about the environment. All you care about is how many fucking zeros are in your goddamn bank account. Bitch, I can show you three zeros in mine. Dead serious on that. Well, here, her grandpa, Klaus Enel Schwab, <laughs> Klaus Schwab. has, has uh, something en to say. Enel Schwab. Mm -hmm. You have this anti-system movement 
What we are seeing is a revolution against the system. So fixing the present system is not enough. Now there is, of course, a anti-system, which is called libertarianism, which means to tear down everything which creates some kind of influence of government into private lives. It's demantling the system. Remember, liberty is dismantling the system. You have to re remember what Vlin read the other night about what Klaus owns here. Think about the judges. Think about the dog catchers. Nice dog, Think about Soros, but okay. Same Klaus, difference. George, really same person, doesn't really matter. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's some shit right there. All right, let's dismantling of the system now. Nope. nope. Wow. Okay, then. Well, I guess we won't find out about Whoopi. I guess Fuck not. Whoopi. Fuck old Whoopi. I guess anyway. not. Okay. Um, uh, we, yeah, go to that one right there. This, this is really funny. Yeah, because I forget. Uh, one of you guys posted this, and this is fucking, this is a riot. I, I'll give you this. This made me giggle today. I don't know which one of you guys posted this, but you guys had me pissing my pants almost. Uh, hey, thanks for dressing up, bro. <laughs> you got the crack? All right. I'm not staying here any longer, bro. When Marjorie starts talking, we're out, all right? All right. Man, I need a hit. I said a crack, rock, the hunter to the Biden. I smoke lots of crack and I won't stop smoking because my laptop is leaking, but up jumps my daddy. He's a pedo of America's sea. Now the videos you see are all fake news and crack pipes won't burn your tea. Because Google, the news, and pedo Peter are going to make sure you all don't see that my name's Hunter, man, and I really do like blow. The Ukraine, my gun, the Burisma, man, my paintings and my hose. But first, I got a light, light to crack it to the pipe. Yeah, I laundered lots of money with the big guy beside me. Is that rock? I won't stop. I break the law, repeat, and then I walk. Now Marjorie can't make me talk, so I need to say goodbye. So ignore all the tweets and don't forget to vote for the big guy. Let's go. Good job from the United Spot. Oh, man, that, that, that was a good one. That one had me rolling today. Ooh, that one had me pissing my pants. I thought that was fucking hysterical. Yikes. Hey, you know what, though? It's cruel what we're doing to Hunter. It really is. It's horrible. We're just so mean. We're hurting his feelings. <laughs> it's so bad. It's so bad. Poor are, Hunter. You guys are so mean. Come on. You know you liked all those pictures of the big cock. How have you been coping personally uh, with the onslaught of accusations against your husband and your family, including and especially Hunter? It's the focus of a House Oversight Committee hearing, holding him in contempt, obsessing yes. over him, showing pictures of, of him during vulnerable moments Horrible. in his battle with addiction on the floor of the House. This would crush any family. Mika, I, I think what they are doing to Hunter is cruel. And I'm really proud of um, how Hunter has rebuilt his life uh, after addiction. You know, I'm, I love my son and it's had, it's hurt my grandchildren. And that's what I'm 
so concerned about that it's affecting their lives as well. Shut up, bitch. And you and you act like you care about you would pimp your grandchildren out tomorrow if he, it satisfied the elves. Is he her son though? I, I thought I, he was I, the I, child I of Joe's first wife that they killed. Yeah, early on. Yeah. Early on. I think so. Yeah. Uh, I'm just saying. Lying bitch. I mean, I get it. Now she's in the same time loop that Joe is. She was the babysitter. You can play that one too. And she, you know, she raised him. But wasn't she like 15 when, um, and Hunter was like three or four when his mama was killed? Something like that. By the not drunk driver who didn't run the stop sign and then went to jail for it? Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. About that. More humor from the United Spot. Spot. I I like these guys. They're funny as shit. Hey, honey. Hey, Pito. You want to go get parts? Sure, Peter. Well, jump on in. I'm a hunter boy in a Biden world. Pipes and crack rocks. It's on TikTok pulling strippers' hair, standing in my underwear. Investigations. Daddy says there ain't none. Come on, Hunter, let's go pardon. I'm a Hunter boy in a Biden world. Pipes and crack rocks. It's on TikTok pulling strippers' hair, standing in my underwear. Investigations. Daddy says there ain't none. <laughs> I'm a state and I'm stuck in the president's world. Bobby Crack, watch my back, you're my daddy. Smartest guy that I know, 10% is this whole Pardon me, pardon you, vote for mine. <laughs> I can snort, I can blow. If you say, I'm always pardoned. <laughs> I'm a hunter boy in a hunter world. I can crack rocks. It's on TikTok, pulling strippers' hair, standing in my underwear. Investigations, daddy says there ain't none. Come on, hunter, let's go party. Big guy, come on, hunter, let's go hunt. <laughs> come on, hunter, let's go party. Big guy, come on, hunter, let's go party. <laughs> I get high, I get low, but my dad's in control. I will fill all my crop while I weigh all this blow. Fix your teeth, buy a home, get some strippers to bump. Dance around, film yourself in your panties. <laughs> I can snort, yep. I can blow. If you say, I'm always partying. <laughs> I'm a hunter boy in a Biden world. I can grab It's on TikTok, pulling strippers' hair, standing in my underwear. Investigation, daddy says there ain't none. Come on, hunter, let's, uh, where the hell are A uh, big guy. Wait, what? What's going on? <laughs> These guys, those guys are funny. That that's just funny shit. That was good. I this is something we are re- like the right fucking on the they're on it. Man, they can fucking make a meme about anything. Is that the the vigor that um Jill was talking about? I believe so. Okay, let's. I know. Here we go. There, there it is. Oh no, she said that Joe has vigor, not Hunter. I mean, she might know. No, she said that Joe has vigor. He's like 85 years old. Okay. Compared to what? Hunter? An aunt? Your husband is 81. At the end of the second term, he'd be 86. As his life partner of 46 years, is there a part of you that is worried about his age and health? Can he do it? He can do it. And I see Joe every day. I see him out. 
you know, traveling around this country, I see his vigor. I see his energy. I see his passion. Your husband is 81. Passion, vigor. For little girls? I was about to say, where? You're always guiding him around. How, How do you see any of that? I mean... When you're doing this all the time, he doesn't know where he's at. He gets done. He's like a Roomba. We've already seen the comedians. It's hysterical. But this shit is like, again, they're trying to make you believe that this guy is fit to be president. He's not fit to run an ice cream stand. He does like his ice cream, though. He's still not fit to do it. How? Okay, wait a minute. I know we got a lot of self-employed guys in here that made their own, but how many of you would hire this motherfucker? If this guy walked into your shop tomorrow and said, hey, I want a job. Or better yet, hey, uh, my name's Joe Biden and, uh, you know, I'm president of the United States and stuff and I need a job. How many of you would hire him? Mm. Why am I asking you? Because you fuckers are just like me. You would hire him on the spot and then beat the fucking living shit out of him. I get it. I would probably do the same thing. I can't lie. Uh, It would be a hell of a day. Be a fucked up first day. But seriously, nobody's going to hire this fool. Nobody would have hired him to do the job that he's doing now. We all know this. Well, we didn't hire him. We all know this too. But now, for some reason, he's nowhere to be found. Thank you. President Biden has not had any events at the White House in the new year, and he's been kept from public view for three full days now. Why? The president had a three-day swing, went to four states uh, in the new year. He went to uh, just actually, actually just recently. He went to Pennsylvania Valley Forge, where he gave a really impactful, important uh, remarks on our democracy, protecting our democracy ahead of uh, on the eve ahead of January 6th. What we saw in in 2011 on January 6th was an attack on our democracy. And he went out there and he spoke to the American people. It was very well received. And this is something that he's going to continue to do. He went to obviously he was in Delaware and then he went to South Carolina, uh, also gave another uh, impactful speech on our democracy and our freedoms. And then he went to Texas. Uh, to honor a, uh, a, a former uh, congresswoman, uh, EBJ, who recently passed away, and he went there to pay his respect. So the president did a three-day a three swing. He went to four states. He's been out there. He's been able to talk directly to the American people. And we think that's really important. Tomorrow, he's going to be in Allentown. You heard from Lael, where he's going to talk about small businesses, how important, uh, especially in Allentown, that's been. 15 million applications in three years. That's a record, uh, record number uh, because it's important uh, to see uh, to see how Binomics is working. He's going to talk about Binomics, but let's not forget if people are starting small businesses, they must have some confidence in the economy. So we are. Uh, he's looking forward to to be out being out there tomorrow and talking again to directly to the American people. So he did a three-day swing, but for the last three days, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, none of his constituents have seen him doing anything. Who decided that the American people are best served by seeing less of the president? I would disagree. I wouldn't say he was, they saw less of the president. He was out there, again, a couple of states in, a th- in three days. I think that's important to note as well. And be, give give the American people full the full information here. And yesterday, we noted this. He met with... Uh, Paul Whelan's uh, sister, Elizabeth Whelan. And this is a commitment when it comes to American hostages, bringing them home. The president has been committed to doing that. 
and we have brought home more than 30 people, 30 Americans who have been held hostage uh, across, across the globe. And so the president's committed. He wanted to have a conversation with Elizabeth Whalen. He did that. He met with his national security team, as he does regularly. He did that. He had lunch with the vice president uh, yesterday, important partner in everything that he's trying to get done on behalf of the American people. So the president is active. The president is doing uh, what he needs to do to deliver for the American people, and he'll continue to do that. Peter Ducey, you fucking pussy. You have a chance right there. Wait a minute. Did you just say that he meets with his national security team? The one that he didn't even know that the secretary of defense was in the hospital for like a week and a half due to fucking colon cancer? Okay. So there is actually, there's, there's some scuttlebutt going around about that. Because apparently they're reporting on Russian TV that Secretary Austin was killed in Kiev. That the Russians dropped a bomb on Kiev and killed Secretary Austin. This is what they're reporting on Russian television. This hasn't hit us yet. Do you have it? Um, No, no. This is the story as reported. But uh, that's that's what they're that's just like scuttlebutt going around, rumor going around. Really? Yeah. Well, if we could get some confirmation on that, that would be. That's what I said. It's just it's just you don't even have it translated. I'll do it. Scuttlebutt and whatnot. But that's apparently supposedly what they're someone said that this morning. During the good book, I believe, and then as well during Liana's show. Really? Yeah. Interesting. So yeah, but here. Do you guys have anything on that? And uh, John mentioned it in the chat here too. Quoting the story. In retrospect, lighting the match was my big mistake, but I was only trying to retrieve the gerbil. He and his homosexual partner Andrew Kinky Farnham had been admitted for emergency treatment after a felching session had gone seriously wrong. I pushed pushed a cardboard tube up his rectum and slipped Raggett, our gerbil, in, he explained. As usual, he shouted out, Armageddon! My my cue that he'd had enough. I tried to retrieve Raggett, but he wouldn't come out again, so I peered into the tube and struck a match, thinking the light might attract him. At a hushed press conference, a hospital spokesman described what happened next. The match ignited a pocket of intestinal gas and flame shot out the tube and severely burning his face. It also set fire to the gerbil's fur and whiskers, which in turn ignited a larger pocket of gas further up the intestine, propelling the rodent out like a cannonball. Armageddon! Armageddon! First and second degree burns to his anus and lower intestinal tract. Again, <laughs> 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 into the tube and struck a match. Take <laughs> I told you it was a gerbil. Oh, shit. <laughs> I said it was a hamster. I told you it was a gerbil. <laughs> Oh, God. Oh, my God. I wasn't expecting that. Oh, shit. Oh, fuck. Oh, thank you, Salty Goat. Oh, wow. 
<sighs> okay. Oh my God, I'm so sorry. Holy <laughs> crap, I'm laughing so fucking hard. That is hysterical. I forgot all about that. Oh my God, the whole Richard Gere incident with the fucking gerbil. <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> oh man. See, I referenced that last night when we talked about Lloyd Austin. Maybe it was the night before, okay? And I told y'all it was a gerbil. Told you so. Just saying. Oh, I tried to look down there, so I had a little match. Oh, oh, wow. oh my lord okay oh. <laughs> holy shit we might need to smoke early because that <laughs> i'm sorry i'm broken right now that shit is so funny i oh my god i can so see that happening too and oh. just because i understand where this humor is coming from it's coming from a very dark place because i really fucking hate lloyd austin i despise lloyd austin Mm-hmm. With every ounce of my being, and I'm not—I'm not at liberty to discuss why, but I can just tell you it was. If I'm telling you it was some fucked up shit, and we were looking for heads, then you know it was some really fucked up shit, and we were transported out of country almost immediately to ensure that we did not collect on those scalps. Let's just put it that way: we were left high and dry, and it was some fucked up shit. But that's neither here nor there. Long story short. This humor that I'm displaying is not, it's, uh, I fucking despise the man. I, I can only, he can only hope that his cancer gets to him before the rest of us do. He can only hope for that. Because fuck that guy. Fuck him hardcore. And, and, there's not a whole the lot of, and there's not a whole lot of soldiers out there that are going to tell you anything different about that man. There's not a whole Ooh. lot. Trust me. Gerbling, for fuck's sake. <sighs> Okay. Oh, um, shit. That, that was hysterical. Really. I know. Good job, babe. Yeah, my fucking, my okay. guts feel, it feels like I just did like 6,000 pushups or sit right. Holy shit. That was hysterical. Well, this is, um, this is breaking. Okay. Uh, th yeah. This is, this is a, ooh, this is a big one. U.S. Army employee Janet Yamanaka Mello has been indicted after she allegedly stole $100 million from the United States Army. Insane. Mello was reportedly able to gather $100 million with fraudulent paperwork before authorities noticed. Mello then used the money to purchase millions of dollars of real estate, cars, and jewelry, according to the Western District of Texas U.S. Attorney's Office. She reportedly purchased 31 properties, including a 58-acre property, along with 78 vehicles. Mello would file fraudulent paperwork asking for funding for her child health and youth lifelong development organization to provide services to military members and their families. Prosecutors say the scheme went on for six years. She's facing over a hundred years in prison. Mm -hmm. Of course. Of course. I mean, they're just going to say the same thing, but Holy shit. Yeah. Um, hmm. Anyone a hundred million dollars. I mean, I guess they lost like, they left 1.5 billion in Afghanistan. So what the fuck does it matter anyway? I mean, right? 100 billion is nothing. It's, it's nothing. A drop in the bucket. Exactly. I mean, it's like, we owe 150 like, trillion to the UN for ching, 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 the ching, climate ching, fairies. For, yeah, for exactly fairies. So climate you know, fairies. Exactly. What, what are you gonna do? 
I know what we're going to do. Uh, I, I you want to get high? Do we have to? No, we're going early. Yeah, we're going early. Well, you gotta, no, you don't want to do that yet because you, we got to repack. So. Oh, we do. We're not going early yet. So don't do that just yet. Okay, well, I'll tell you Let what. Let me play. I've got a great little video to play for you guys real quick. A nice feel-good video, okay? Okay. Go for it. That is. Here you go. Man, that video still has me laughing. I know it does. Can you turn those lights off? Which ones? The ones that are keeping me awake at night. What? We went through this before. The rope lights are not in your window. Honey, I have to put pillows, pillows over my windows so I can sleep. The cops came and they looked at the rope lights. They said they're not shining in your window. But I'll do you this. I'll do this. I will turn them off at 10 o'clock. Okay? Is that okay? Yes, ma'am. I'm sorry. No, you're fine. I got you. I don't need to be a mean neighbor, and I want you as my neighbor. I got it, Ernie. All right? See, what I think what it is, Ernie, I think you just need to come over when you're lonely and talk and have some food and some water. How about that? I'm sorry. <laughs> and if I'm off and you ain't got nothing else to do, if you want to come on the patio, bring your bottle of wine, come chill with your boy, I got you. All right. I love you, Journey. I'm sorry. No, don't worry about it, sweetheart. You go. Can you turn those lights off? Damn. Think about how many different ways that could have gone. Mm -hmm. Just just run through your mind all of the different ways that could have gone. And then look at the way it went. Who there expected that? Who there was the bigger person? Because you know what? You can say that, well, the guy was. I don't think so. I think the lady at the end, that's, what if that's all that is? What if, damn, what if that's all that prick wants? Is like, he was never happy because I didn't go over and hang out with him? Maybe all he wants is a friend. Maybe that's why he's such a dick about everything. Maybe. It just makes me wonder. But I mean, he, this guy's probably dealt with this lady on more than one occasion. Obviously, had, she's obviously called had the, cops. the cops there, and the cops even agreed with him. No, it's not shining in her window. Blah blah blah. And he could have that could have gone such a different way. And instead, he, she, you know what? I do you a favor. Just unplug it at ten o'clock. And then he's just like, "Hey, you know, I know you're lonely. How about you come over and hang out?" You saw the look on her face. I mean, that was like, holy shit. So, yeah, that, that's that's awesome. That's yep. a good one. Yep. That's the way humanity. it's supposed to be. Yeah. That's the way it's supposed to be, yes. Mm -hmm. And that's the way I guarantee it is everywhere. Just the way they portray it is that that never happens. Again, trying to make you believe something that just does not fucking exist. Because I bet there's more of that out there. Just nobody has video of it. Mm -hmm. Guaranteed. It happens all the time. Happens all the time. Now. Now it's time. You want to get high? Absolutely. All right. You know what time it is, fuckers. If you got it and you can smoke it, even if it's not legal for you. Don't give a fuck. Get some. Yep. For the J-Man.
I put out another uh, cooking with Liam little 10 minute video. I think it's just up on TikTok right now. Go figure. So you can Jesus. follow me on TikTok at Freedom Gardens 3. Sparky, Freedom Gardens gutter, with the number sir. 3. You live in the gutter, sir. For uh, cooking with Liam. We learned how to make fresh lemonade today, starting with simple syrup. And it's really good, actually. He was like, oh, that's super sweet. It really isn't that sweet. It's tart. It wasn't sweet. <coughs> Do we have to drop red pill? Yes. Uh, yep. Red pill, we will see you later. You guys have a great night. We'll see you tomorrow night. We'll be back at 545 for the pre-show, 6 p.m. for the regular show. You can check her out at 08 tomorrow morning for the good book and the lovely Liliana at 905. We'll talk to you later, Red Pill. Peace. Adios. All right. I love you, Mary. Yeah, Liam asked if we could make a birthday cake for his birthday. It's next Friday. And I said, sure. What kind of cake? He said, <laughs> ice cream. An ice cream cake. <laughs> How do you bake one of those? Just wonder. Well, that's what I said. I was like, you know what? We'll figure it out. We'll just, we'll make our own ice cream and we'll layer it and we'll put like crunchies in between Heath bars or crushed up cookies or something like that in between the layers which means we'll have to make cookies too we talked about flavors we're gonna make uh vanilla chocolate and lemon since we have so much lemon we'll make like a and we'll layer it be weird. i bet it'll be good i bet it'll be weirder than fuck um Lemon. Chocolate with lemon's really good. It's like chocolate with orange, except it's lemon. Scratches out. Fuckers. Go get your scratch. <coughs> As I die. Ugh. There we go. Alrighty. All right then. Sparky, I hate TikTok, honestly. Um the only reason we go to it is because it's where you just, can find content. Yeah. Most of the time. And to sell electroculture. Yeah. That's about That's it. That's about it. Yep. Uh Mikey Boy said, I've made ice cream cakes. Layer then freeze. Hmm. Lana said, I can teach you. I used to manage TCBY and had to make the damn cakes daily. Well, fantastic. There we go. Excellent. Mm-hmm. All right. Everybody knows something. Look at that. Mm-hmm. Look at that. That's all you have to do. That's all you gotta do is reach out. Hey, how do you do this? Anybody know? I mean, I figured we'd figure it out because doesn't take much. No, not at all. Everybody's got a different background in here. I'm sure there's somebody in here that knows how to pour concrete. I bet there's somebody in here that knows how to fucking frame out a wall if you needed it. Yeah. 
All right. Well, let's go overseas. Oh, yes. Hezbollah, because now we have to make another enemy. We have to make another enemy in the Middle East. We can't just be happy with what we have. Nope. We got to find another one to piss off. So it's basically Iran. But um, why, if Russia did kill Secretary Austin, why would they keep it quiet? Because they don't want World War III. Well, because yes. that would launch us into a war. Well, immediately, we would have to. We, we'd have to we'd go to have war to with retaliate. Russia. We'd have to retaliate. And remember, at that point, it would be a second strike. So all all bets are off. Mm-hmm. We could go nuclear as our first reaction. Yeah, that would be bad. Realize yeah. how bad we're not. Now we're not talking about the fun shit where we just shoot a bunch of bopping around blue heads. No, no, no. this is where we don't even fight. Yeah. we just wait for we the just impact. Launch missiles at each other. And that could happen with Iran too. So uh, this is weird shit. Yeah. Watch this; it's scary. Okay. Here's Hezbollah. thing coming forward, or another Houthis, thing. To- Hezbollah, whatever the fuck it is. No. Um, so Politico reports that, according to U.S. officials, there is a rising risk of Hezbollah striking Americans in the Middle East or here in the United States. So, uh, is there anything you can say about that? Has the, the threat environment changed in that regard? I would just say. Uh, that we're constantly monitoring reports coming out of the region. Uh, we're certainly um, monitoring um, as best we can r- reports coming out of uh, of Lebanon and mindful of the increased tensions there at that northern border uh, between Israel and uh, and southern Lebanon. Um, we don't want to see the conflict es- escalate. Uh, we haven't seen Hezbollah take steps to do that in any meaningful way in terms of like really coming to the assistance of Hamas. Um, and as for threats to American citizens, I'm not going to get into intelligence assessments from here. I would just tell you that we watch this very, very closely, and we will do everything we can to to make sure that Americans traveling overseas uh, have the information that they need to be to be safe. You know, the sad part of this, and this is the fucked up part. If you go back to the Abraham Accords that Trump had masterfully and i give them all the credit in the world for this masterfully put together has been hezbollah lebanon stood to make a butt ton of money in this deal so did israel so did gaza so i mean this literally affected everyone in the region it would have brought stability hand over fist these would not be third world countries anymore these would be up and coming booming cities. Globalists these would be these would be back to the days of old. You gotta understand Lebanon back in the day was gorgeous. It was one of the it was the pearl of the Mediterranean. Absolutely. It was beautiful. I mean, until they blew the fucking shit out of it with all the retarded riots and shit, there are still parts of Lebanon to this day that have been untouched that are still gorgeous, gorgeous to this day. But because of the retarded shit, they would have made so much money hand over fist because of what this would have brought to that region, what the Abraham Accords would have done. It would have been ridiculous. But now we can't have that. We, we can't have people thinking for themselves, doing for themselves. Hezbollah, that's why they've been very hesitant about jumping into this. 
They don't want to be a part of this. They weren't going to make money, too. Because remember, when the country flourishes, so does crime. It's nothing new there. It still takes up its place. So they were looking at this as a win-win for them, too. This is getting, or it's been out of hand. Oh, yeah. I don't think shit's going crazy all across Europe right now. Look at Poland. Poland. The Polish have, whoop, it's over. They uh, they had a, a WEF puppet installed as their president, and they are fucking pissed about they're, it. They're done. Somebody flipped the Polish fuck it switch. Yep. Sorry, I didn't do that. Obviously. Somebody flipped the Polish fuck it switch. And, and look, it's got to be bad enough for them there. Yeah. Because they're just like, fuck it. And they, that's outside their parliament. That's where this, yeah. this guy, uh, this WEF installed Donald Tusk. Tusk. Yep. And fucker uh, is conservative opposition news channels. Leaders and groups have been shut down and arrested, and the polls took to the streets. They're pissed. Yep. They are pissed. It's coming here next. It is coming here next. And then in France, this is uh, in what used to be a Catholic church. I say that, or a Christian church. I say that because now. This is disgusting. It's a moth.
it's funny. I was not really paying attention too much to that because, folks, that's a call to prayer. Uh, if you're not aware of what that is, it is actually a call to prayer. As long as this, this was at the in France at the old Trinity Church or the English Trinity Church, the Church of the Holy Trinity in Paris. Correct. It is a Templar. It is a Templar church. A lot of the times, the Templar used to have, um, if you if you want to call it something funny, um, they were the first ones to identify PTSD. One of the ways that they dealt with PTSD when they came back from their crusades is they brought a Muslim with them or a Saracen and they would bring the Saracen and he would practice. He would allow him to practice his religion on his lands just so he could hear that same time he knew because he got so used to it and under stress. This what is what calmed him down. He would have the Muslim give out the prayer for, you know, the call to prayer. So the Adhan, the call to prayer, was sung inside the Church of the Holy Trinity in Paris. The Muslim made the declaration, Allah is the greatest. I bear witness that there is no other God but Allah. I bear witness that Muhammad is the messenger of Allah. In traditional Islamic theology, that makes the cathedral a mosque. Correct. So other clergy have also invited the singer to come and convert their churches. St. Michael, St. Michelle Church in uh, Froshwiller. St. Bonaventure Basilica of Lyon, Notre, Leon, Leon, Leon. Notre Dame, Des Esperanza Church, uh, St. Nazaré, the St. Uh, Madeleine Church in Nantes. So in France, there are currently three young practicing Muslims for every young practicing Catholic. Therefore, it's not surprising to witness Muslims gradually taking over churches one by one. It is kind of disgusting to see, though. Yeah. There it goes. It, it is. France can no longer be considered a Catholic country. France Christian. has been a, a France has been a Catholic country for a thousand years. Easy. Since it's dawn. Not anymore. Yeah, exactly. Spark, Sparky, the church is getting trans-Muslimed. Oof. That's a good one. You should market that one, Sparky. That, that's actually a good one. They'll bring this guy in next. Well, no, no, no. You want to know why doors are popping out of Alaska? Let me show you why doors are popping out of Alaska Airlines. This is the reason why doors are popping out of Alaska Airlines. And because they're more concerned about this than they are the status of their planes. Gay. 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 When I say gay, you say gay, 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 gay. 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 Pretty girls walk like this, 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 this. Pretty girls walk like this, 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 this. All the pretty girls walk like big boss fit. Pull up in the bed. But... <laughs> I know, I'm like, here. <laughs> <laughs> And that is why you have the potential to be sucked out of an aircraft at 16,000 feet on an Alaska airliner. Remind you, me not to fly Alaska. I mean, not that I will ever get on a plane ever again. Take your chances. We will literally take a fucking banana boat to Jamaica the next time because I, I, nope. I've already had a vision of planes falling out of the sky. I'm not playing that game. I'm good. Thank you. No, thank you.
I'm glad the last time we went to Jamaica, I could smoke. I know, I'm really right? glad about that. I know. Man, that made it so much more worth it. It really was. It really was. Um, all right. Let's, uh, because this lady's had enough. I mean, we've all had enough. This is what the fuck happens when you vote for skin tone. This is what happens when you vote because you're so damn desperate. You want a woman in office. The only reason why slow ass Joe that got his ass as president is because of that glitch bitch Kamala. Everybody was so desperate to put a black woman, which she ain't black, as vice president. And now the whole country fucked the fuck up. The whole country. How the hell you bring in all these illegals and don't know where the fuck to put them? Just for votes. Because the dad folks voting didn't work. We done caught on to that bullshit. And now y'all gonna take all them cheering out of school. Why the fuck did y'all choose Chicago? So now most of them children are black children gotta sit at home because y'all don't... Man, y'all getting on my motherfucking nerves. Y'all sit up there doing this shit to mostly minority black children, but Trump the racist. No, you motherfuckers are racist. I'm getting sick of this shit for real. I'm dead ass serious. Y'all better fix this shit. What about the fucking parents? All those black people that fund and keep the goddamn school open, they children gotta sit the fuck at home and they gotta figure out what the fuck to do. How the fuck they supposed to work? I'm telling you, Joe and Ho, y'all got to fucking go. I'm fixing to march to the fucking United States government. I'm for real. I'm for real. I'm fixing to join motherfucking Trump because ain't no way, Ho. Ain't no motherfucking way. Fix this shit. Now. Right motherfucking now. Thunder. 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 Thunder kicks. Get the fuck out of here. Not much to say after that. I mean, seriously, fuck all those parents in New York. What they just found out, one of the big reasons they went to that school board meeting is because one of the things they just found out that their kids are not going back to school the rest of this year. <laughs> That's what they found out. What are they supposed to do with them? Do you now understand why those parents... Some of them showed up armed. They've, you know, they've already. They had... are at their limit. Like, how do I go to work if my kids at home and I've got to monitor a schoolwork? A hundred thousand children have ghosted since COVID. A hundred thousand children that were in the public school system before COVID <sighs> are no longer going to school. They didn't transfer. They didn't. Their parents didn't sign up for homeschool. I mean, a lot of parents did, but a hundred thousand are not accounted for. Remember when you used to have truant officers? Mm -hmm. Like you, your your kid didn't show up at school. Uh, they came and fucking knocked on your door. Yep. Where's your I, kid? I, I remember dodging that shit all the motherfucking time, dude. I remember, well, when I was in middle school, my mom got to the point where she was just like, and she hated doing fucking paperwork, and I get it now because the kids come home with paperwork. And I'm like, what, whatever. I fucking hate that bullshit. It's so annoying. It's the same fucking form. They make you, they make you fill out the same form like 130 times during the year. It's the same fucking form. It's make true. a copy. No shit. Seriously. 
But it's neither here nor there. We have to have a new one with a new date. Yeah. But now kids just go missing. I got an email the other day from the school saying that your son was absent five times this semester. I fucking know because he had whatever the crud was and he couldn't get out of bed for three days. We kept him home during the potential frequency thing and one other day. Um, And uh, one other day he was sick. Yeah, I know he's been absent five times. How come you're just now emailing me at the end of the semester when he's been absent five times? Yeah, what about the three days in a row? Yeah, nope. Nothing. Just just asking for a friend? No, no, no. They don't give a fuck. Oh, no. No. Hmm. No, they don't give a fuck. But remember what Mayorkas said, that if they impeach him, we're not going to like what happens next. They're going to impeach him. Oh, that's it, it looks more now than ever. I saw a couple of these hearing bits and wow. Yeah. This is, uh, it looks bad. It does not look good. This is yesterday. Yields, I now recognize Mr. Higgins, the gentleman from Louisiana and the chair of the subcommittee on, on the border. Thank you, Mr. Chairman. My, my, my. Mr. Bowman, I wasn't even going <laughs> to ask you any questions today, but uh, I'm going to give you an opportunity to clarify it for record. And I do believe that according to your resume, you're a professor of constitutional law, sir. Is that correct? I am an emeritus professor at the Missouri okay. School of Law. You're a smart guy. You got an alphabet behind your name on your business card. So is it your position that you're taking today as a Democrat's witness that the, that the founders' intent with the term high crimes and misdemeanors was designed to restrict the power of impeachment to a violation of specific written statute? Is that your position? We're listening. Yes, and, and that is your position. Okay, and no, you're excuse you're, me, excuse me, Congressman. You said yes. That's a simple question. No, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna move on. The, excuse me, Congressman. It clearly was my not reclaiming is, my time. No. It clearly was not the intention of the founders to limit the power of congressional impeachment over the executive branch to, to limit that to violation of written statute. That's quite correct, Congressman. I've written extensively. Oh, well, thank point. you. I, but you just said you just said something different, but that's all right. We, we appreciate you being here today, Mr. Bowman, and representing uh, University of Missouri. Sure, it's a wonderful law school. On this committee, we've carried out our investigation, Secretary Mayorkas. I sit here today tell you, we're going to impeach him. He's going to be impeached, and he should be. He is the executive in charge of the border policy for, for President Biden. Now, President Biden has the right, as the chief executive, to hire men that 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 don't have the skill and then figure that out down the line and replace them. President Biden also has a right as a chief executive to have wild policy in mind. But he, but the executive that sits on his cabinet that's in charge of 
actually enforcing those policies that has the law enforcement experience to know when those policies are going to bring injury upon our country, that executive has a responsibility to advise the president that his policies are not only not working to secure the border, they're actually bringing injury upon our country. The United States Constitution is, is the law of the land that we swear our oath to. Secretary Mayorkas has brought generational trauma upon our country. Hundreds of thousands of American lives destroyed. Hundreds of thousands dead. Millions and millions wave upon wave of human misery coming across our southern border. We're losing our country down there. My God, my colleagues, you've got to recognize this. We've got to stop this arterial bleed. It's not about money. We spent less money in 2019 than we did in 23, a lot less through DHS, and we had the border under control. It's policy that has changed. And who is driving that policy? Secretary Mayorkas. So who shall be impeached? Quite rightfully so. Secretary Mayorkas. Mr. Knudsen, from your position, sir, and I'm sorry for what you're, you and your people and your community and your state are going through, sir. On behalf of this Congress that has been unable to take action as of yet, I'm sorry for what you're going through. Do you concur with the things that I've spoken on and shared? I absolutely do concur, Congressman. I think this body is completely within its constitutional and legal right to bring impeachment proceedings here. Mr. Drummond. I also concur. Mr. Bailey. I concur the secretary's abdicated his official duties. He's in dereliction of duty and should be held accountable. I appreciate all the panelists for being here today. I thank the chairman for his leadership on this issue. He has been calm and patient and judicious in our procedure. We have laid out the case for the impeachment of Secretary Mayorkas. We have promised the American people we would fulfill that somber duty, and we shall. Mr. Chairman, I yield. Now, Mick, you said that like normally news. Yeah. Oh, no. This is okay. My orcas can be sacrificed, folks. That's nothing. You can However, find. There's, are, are there's we going to get hotels? There's 300 million budding Mayorkas out there. No, Trust Mayorkas me. did not sign an oath of office. He does Trust not me. have a properly signed and notarized oath of office. Trust me. No, it's, it's, it, that's, that's not the big, that's not the big deal. There's 300 plus behind him. Okay. Big deal. He, he's a sacrifice. He's a sacrificial lamb. The problem, though, that that does kind of become is if they do move to impeach Biden. Do you know the last time that we ever impeached a cabinet member? No, normally they just get they just resign. Yeah, um, we've never impeached a cabinet member. No, it's about to happen. This is about to happen. It will be the first time ever. This will be precedent set. 
And wow, when his impeachment trial starts, if it ever starts, if he ever gets impeached, uh, Biden will have to answer for that, too. Why didn't you fire him? Yeah. Why did we have to go all the way to impeachment? Um, just saying. Just saying. All right. Who had Fetterman turning or getting red pilled on their 2024 bingo card? What? Yeah. Fetterfuck has like done a one. This the man, first off, obviously it's not Fetterman because he can actually speak. But there's I, I don't I don't know what the hell is going on with him. But um did, did he like become there's no way that he got red pilled. I don't know. Fetterman's it, it, it's gone crazy in Fetterfuck land. And now let's also talk about that. Now we're talking about genocide. And now South Africa now is now bringing that kind of a, a trial. Maybe South Africa being able to sit this one out when they're talking about criticizing. <laughs> sit it out. And now what is he talking he's talking about? about so they were talking about um he got confronted about uh genocide in palestine right yeah. and south africa apparently is weighing in you know uh someone just passed i think it was california just passed a, a resolution for uh a ceasefire okay between israel and hamas okay that means absolutely what i know what well, their constituents have spoken because supposedly this government is supposed to be run by the people california just haven't figured out that they don't give a fuck anymore but they but actually passed a resolution i know i know what, listen for what, israel to stop blowing up gaza yes oh israel stop doing what you're doing california said so don't you do that how dare you israel Anyway, so apparently South Africa has thrown in on this. And uh, Fetterfuck was like, South Africa, uh, you want to talk about genocide? Look at your own people. You should sit this one out. True. It's it's a fair statement. Does that mean he's been red pill? Oh, some of the other stuff that's been going on with him is kind of crazy. Like he might... They might have not been able to clone him and they actually replaced him with a human that has a thinking brain. I'm just wondering if maybe the, the stroke had a different effect than what they were hoping it had on him. That could be too. I mean, sometimes some of that, that shit happens too. for a purpose and maybe hey, Fetterman turns red. That'd be hysterical. No shit. That would be fucking hysterical. Like they they might they they might not know what they've gotten with fetter fuck so um they might have expected to get like this guy because remember he was a mayor of a basically a small town in the middle of nowhere um as this guy is oh this yeah this is this is i mean if you guys haven't heard about this uh welcome um to corruption is, in small town america is, like i said when you have corruption at the top it goes everywhere. It gets into everything. Yeah. Here's a perfect example. Audio inside a tense staff meeting. So before you go, by the end, by the end of this morning, there's going to be some layoffs. 
led by a Louisiana mayor who refuses to answer our questions in an interview. Mr. Mayor, how are you? Lee Zurich. We talked on the phone. How are you doing? This mayor is also a judge without a law degree. He has little, if any, training to run a courtroom. There's no accountability, Lee. And it happens because the state of Louisiana allows it. Only Louisiana and Ohio have this unique and little-known legal system. The fines and fees that run through mayor's court essentially run the town. In the last year reviewed by auditors, more than 90% of the village of Fenton's revenue, $1.3 million, was collected from fines and fees. The vast majority from traffic tickets. 90-plus percent of their town budget, village budget, is from tickets from people like so you. So, of course, they're going to they're gonna give people tickets. Because what? They get revenue from it. And it's not fair. Mayor, we, 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 you told us you would do an interview with us, though, Mr. Mayor. Talk to, Mr. Talk to the attorney. You told me on the phone that you would do an interview with me, sir. Right here, talk to the he told us on the phone that he would do an interview with us. He doesn't want to do an interview. He doesn't want to do an interview. Alfred is the elected mayor of Fenton, a small village of just 226 residents. Instead of having a traffic or municipal court, the law allows Fenton to have mayor's court, where the mayor acts as judge, jury, and even appoints his own prosecutor. I mean, 1972 United States Supreme Court ruling says defendants' rights are violated if a mayor sits on the bench, is responsible for town finances, and if the court accounts for a substantial share of the town's revenue. So how much is substantial? A court in Ohio says 10%. The Louisiana Judicial College uses that same threshold. Again, Fenton makes more than 90% of its annual revenue from court. Tulane Emeritus Law Professor Joel Friedman says this audio recording proves his point. On Bible, At a September meeting with some town employees, the mayor complained police weren't writing enough tickets. That's despite records showing officers wrote an average of about 16 tickets per day for a town of just 226 people. And those tickets help bring the town lots of money. The $1.3 million from fines and fees helped make Fenton's budget about five times as high as towns with similar populations. Our main income is ticket trafficking, and he ain't getting rid So that's not, that's not no good thing right there. One others like it in Louisiana has little oversight from the state, and legal experts say that allows for the potential of abuse. In Fenton, public records suggest a driver's attitude may play into whether or not they get a break when they come to court. We found tickets and court records that noted bad attitude, very bad attitude, do not help and do not fix, and refused phone number, driver was very disrespectful, no help. According to our review, Fenton has the highest percentage of revenue from fines and forfeitures of any town in the entire state, but it's far from the only place with a mayor's court. The state has about 250, many in small cities and towns, including some just outside of New Orleans, like Kenner, Gretna, Golden Meadow, and West Wego. We just want to ask questions about your, your town. More than 90% of your revenue comes from tickets. We just want to talk to you about that. Yeah. Mm. Damn, Louisiana, that's some fucked up shit. That is some really fucked up shit. You thought the quota thing was a conspiracy theory? Not so much in Louisiana no. or Ohio. 
Yes, that's exactly what that is. It's extortion. Just like taxes, just like anything else, it's extortion. Yes. Yes, absolutely. That's not what I wanted here. Hold on. What are you doing? Here, this. Yes. I've been wondering myself the same thing. Appreciate it actually, because there's not a lot of people that have the balls to do it. But I want to ask you something a little bit out of the ordinary. So prepare yourself. <laughs> At this point, we're living under a corporate and medical fascism. This is tyranny. When do we get to use the guns? No, and I'm, and, I, and I'm not, that's not a joke. I'm not saying it like that. I mean, literally, where's the line? How many elections are they going to steal before we kill these people? So I'll appreciate it, actually, because there's not a Welcome to the party, pal. Been asking the same question. There's only one way to root out this corruption, folks. You make life untenable for them so that they live in fear to even bring forward corruption. Okay, this this is just you coming burn out. It out. This is really disgusting, and I'm sorry, y'all. This is almost. I mean, this literally just this just hit. Well, yesterday, but okay. Down here tonight, an absolutely devastating story. Two toddlers were allegedly sexually assaulted in a bathroom at the Galleria by multiple men. One of the men was a mall employee. Fox 26's Natalie He is joining us now live from the Galleria with the disturbing details. Natalie. Well, Anthony, court documents reveal that there were up to seven men involved in the sex assault. It apparently happened at one of the public bathrooms here at the Galleria Mall. And tonight, one local organization has an important message for parents. The FBI has arrested Arthur Hector Fernandez III and charged the 29-year-old with sexual exploitation of children. Fernandez is pictured here on his private Instagram with the username allegedly Hector. His account was named in court documents that detailed the disturbing allegations that he and at least six other unidentified men sexually assaulted and raped a toddler at what appeared to be a Galleria Ball bathroom. Court documents say last month the Australian Center to Counter Child Exploitation reported four explicit videos found on the dark web to the FBI in which at least two toddlers, ages two and three, were filmed being sexually and verbally assaulted by multiple multiple men at once. Relatives of the toddlers told investigators Fernandez was a friend and fellow Galleria employee who offered to watch the kids while they were at work at the mall. I think as parents, you want to go with your gut, but also as policymakers, people need to start figuring out how do we make sure that we have safe environments for our kids so they don't have to, parents don't have to wait uh, on a creepy uncle or a neighbor that they think is safe. Dr. Bob Sanborn is the president and CEO of the organization Children at Risk. He says parents should look out for certain telltale signs that their child may have been abused. Uh, kids after they've been out with someone who you you thought you trusted them, uh, they will sort of withdraw. They'll be more quiet. And so look for those changes in your children. Bedwetting, not eating. Uh, all of these things are sort of signs that something isn't right with your child. In this case, we're talking about toddlers. They really couldn't communicate. They didn't know what was right and wrong.
No, no, no. There's actually a really simple thing to this. Talk to your kids. Yeah. It's fucking simple. When do we get to use the guns? I mean, it's not bad enough yet. It's not bad. Nothing's bad enough yet. You remember this? It's sad, but it's just this not bad enough. 2020. It's mercy and comfort that were sent from Trump to New York. We just have confirmed information right now that they um, sent those ships, the, those highly equipped ships, to take care of children rescued from tunnel system under Central Park in New York. Pe children that were born in sex slavery in these tunnel systems kept as sex slaves. They are um, deformed and completely shattered and broken. Um, I just ask you to stand with these children right now and pray. Yeah, so, um, so it's a friend of my mom's. She's a nurse. She's 69 years old. She volunteered through Good Samaritan. And they sent her from North Carolina up to New York City. So apparently um, she is working in a MASH type unit in Central Park. And I don't know what all the details of what she told my mom. I don't know if it's more than what I've already told you. But she just said the thing with the kids, it's real. And I have to tell you, it's horrible. So horrible. And she said to please everybody be praying for those children and for the medical people that are taking care of all this. So, but it's in Central Park as far as I know. And these tunnels from the maps. Dude, I know somebody personally whose girlfriend is a nurse and knows other nurses and she's in contact with one of the nurses at central park and they say they're just rescuing kids that are severely screwed up like they're sex slaves from birth kind of situation some of them are deformed um but she's a hundred percent sure that she trusts her friend and i know her personally so it's not like fourth-hand information it is second-hand but she says the rescue operation has begun, and that's maybe probably what the ships are for. You are not hidden. There's never been a moment you were forgotten. You are not hopeless. You have been broken, your innocence stolen. I hear you whisper underneath your breath. I hear your SOS, your SOS. I will send out an army. Find you in the middle of the darkest night, it's true, I will rescue you. There is no distance, you cannot be covered over and over, you're not defenseless. 
I'll be your shelter, I'll be your armor. I hear you whisper underneath your breath. I hear your rest, always your I guess I'm confused, and maybe other people are too. What was that all about? Explain. That you don't to remember me. that? What about it? I, I'm okay, confused so as to what they're the, trying to say. Hold on. The conspiracy theory was, is that the two ships that they sent to New York, the Comfort for COVID, and the Mercy, yeah, that never got never used. hosted COVID yep. patients. That the reason that they never hosted COVID patients is because they were actually treating the children that they rescued from the underground tunnels underneath Central Park. Okay. And okay. they used the, the ships to transport them out of New York. And they were, and to treat them and transport them out of New York. Now, is that, is there a possible, yes. Has anybody proved that there isn't a possibility of that? No. And is there any records of it? Of course not. Why would there be? Just hearsay. Makes you wonder though, does that have anything to do with what's currently going on in New York with the, Jude tunnels. The new tunnels. The Jude tunnels. The Jude tunnels. I'm going to call them the Jude tunnels. That's what they are. That's what they are. They're nothing more than Jude tunnels. Is this? Does this have anything to do with those kids that supposedly Trump rescued with the mercy and the comfort? Understand those ships are phenomenal. You know, <clears throat> medical. You know, floating medical establishments. Yeah, they have some of the best surgical labs everything on that on those ships so apparently the jewish teens who dug a tunnel under the chabad lubavitch world headquarters reportedly hired mexican migrants to help dig the migrants lived slept and worked near the facility to ensure it was a top secret organization operation before the migrants were hired the involved members dug themselves and removed dirt shawshank redemption style by putting excess dirt in their pockets once the digging became too difficult, they hired Mexicans to finish the job. The extreme students believed the tunnel needed to be built to expand the holy site. Quote, they are fanatical. They are part of a small extreme group. The concept of Chabad is to be kind to everyone and we are kind to them, but we never thought for a second they would make such problems. It's a big mistake to let them into the community. The school will now close the visas to them, said an unnamed Chabad rabbi. It's a little too little Throwing too late. someone under the bus? Yes. For your child like, trafficking tunnels. Like I said, that's too little too late. Sorry about that, fella. I'm just saying. Good try, though. I'm just saying. Um, I think you need an appointment with the doctor. Yeah. You should come to my office. Just right? sit down. Maybe, would you like some lemonade? Maybe a cookie? Oh, we still don't have time for that. That's too bad. Okay. Well, we'll save that for tomorrow. That one's only like 10 seconds. Long. Yeah, but but it gets into a whole nother segment that yeah, we, we don't have time. We don't have time. So um true that. You play that one. This one real yeah. quick. This will be interesting. Oh no, that's too long. Oh, is it? Yeah, that's 10 minutes. So oh, okay. We'll get out of here. All right. Because it's just about that time. Yes, it is. And we gotta go make you gotta make me dinner.
I do? Yeah. I've been marinating lamb chops. You got to start the grill. Okay. So either way, we got to get the fuck out of here. Uh, We'll be back tomorrow night, 545 for the pre-show, 6 p.m. for the regular show. You can check her out tomorrow morning at 08 for the good book. And at 905, Leanna starts her show for the day. Um, And she's on both of our channels, both Mm -hmm. the Rumble and the Pilt side. And um, uh, she's on her channels as well. Of course. So if you're going to go donate the gold pills, go over to her channels. Either way, uh, we're going to get the fuck out of here. So you guys have a great night. We will talk to you later for the Mick. And Lynn. Good night, fuckers. We'll talk to you later. Thanks for watching, y'all. Peace. Fuck around and find out.